podcast. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And this is Queers, a podcast by two gay idiots navigating, owning, and operating their own businesses in the midst of end-stage capitalism. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the season three finale. Season three finale. Welcome. It has been quite a season, hasn't it? We've gotten we've, just so many guests, I think. This yeah, is the first really time. Busy. This is the first time in uh, many episodes where it's just the two of us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, would um, really, I hope that... That everybody's been enjoying uh, the different perspectives we've had on here. Uh, but I know... It seems so. Our analytics say that you do. Yeah. So. <laughs> hmm. uh, but it Speaking is... of analytics, will y'all leave us a review, please? Because please. we have about six and I, I, I don't know what what kind of... What, what are y'all thinking? Yeah, I don't know what y'all need. Do you want me to beg? Do you want me to beg for a review? Because oh, I'm boy. not above it. I'm not above much, honestly, oh, at this point. Um, so, I, um, yeah, I like to, uh, I don't know. I know for me, I like guests, but I also really like it when, like, my, when the hosts that I have come to know and love do stuff that's just the two of them on some of my favorite podcasts. So let us know what you think. What do you prefer? Um, yeah. What, what kind of balance, like, would you like to ha- like have every other? Do you like balance? Like what? What's your? What is your pre- preferred uh, um, podcasty vibe? But we actually have an announcement. Oh yeah! So we are starting work sessions. We're calling them time bender sessions. <laughs> uh, and sounds basically, like we're like a secret category from Avatar that they didn't talk about on the TV show. Good for us, yeah. honestly, and we're good time for bending. You. Because it is, and and if if you can't romanticize and fantasize the mundane of your life, then what's the fucking point? Right. Um, so basically, the idea is that we are all going to be working digitally online together for two-hour sessions on Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to be doing Pomodoro-type sessions, so 25 minutes on and five minutes off. However, we got a twist, literally. Can you twist and shout? <laughs> so for the five minutes, we're going to take a dance break just for a few minutes, put on your favorite song, and dance it out, because I think I... A, perform much better that way and if I just sit it's so bad for my body and honestly it takes one minute even 30 seconds to get that blood circulation going and then you can put yourself in, ent- in an entirely different um time frame mm-hmm. right like a frame of mind so anyway we're going to be bending time together because I've been doing this personally for a bit now, uh, co-working with other people, and I get so much more done. And yeah. we ran a poll the other day of, like, who, where can we support, like, do you work better with others? What's your workflow like? And we kind of, like, took those responses and created this yeah, uh, it's time a great bender way, sessions. Like, so we're going to be on a break from new episodes for a few weeks, and this is a great way, if you'd like, to kind of still have contact with us to to do this in a way that's productive. And this is like, whether you have your own business or you're just someone who works from home and is having trouble, like, folk harnessing your focus, this is a great way to just get some, like, dedicated work done um, with uh, with accountability and support from other people. 
I know mm-hmm. for me that I'm much more likely to be able to like focus on what's in front of me if there are other people in the room um, who are also working. Like it's like a body mm-hmm. doubling thing, which is like great for people with ADHD, and I think it's also just good for people whose like brains get a little wily when they're stuck home alone all the time. Um, so this mm-hmm. is really cool. I'm very excited. We're going to be starting um, as you're listening to this. Our first we hit, we talked about this in the last week's episode a little bit. Um, if you're listening to this as it comes out, our first session was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's never too late to join. You can go to our website entrepreneurs.com and submit your email. And every week we will send you the email like the day before for the for the Tuesday uh, time bending session. Um, and I think we'll all. I think it's going to be pretty amazing the like focused work we're going to be able to accomplish in just two hours is wouldn't it be nice to like get your whole to-do list just like knocked out in a fraction of what your actual workday is supposed to be yeah and one thing we're going to do at the beginning of every session is is talk about everybody's going to go and say what they want to get done whether or not it depends how big these groups are whether our chat's on or if we're just going to do the text but just to literally like put put it out there and like have some accountability right because i don't give a shit what you get done but like I think that you do, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. think that you care. Um, so it's just kind of, for me, I mentioned this in the last episode that I like, I need to feel like shamed almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> why aren't you working? So oh, that's kind of my idea of it. Um, I, I kind of need a, a, a little scolding sometimes. Uh, and also, like, it's helpful to, like, take a physical break too uh it's just like no take a break you'd have to like reset um and i think the the somatic component of that will really make it feel good so uh we're both really excited um to start doing these sessions so that's an announcement and now in true form we're gonna go through our predictions yeah as as has become our season finale tradition um what are our what are our predictions for the spring of 2022 Mm, i saw an article and they they're calling it nuisance flooding now so that's fun oh just a a silly little nuisance yeah yeah an inconvenient flood (laughs) as opposed to the convenient ones um, so I think we're going to get a lot more language like that. Um, yeah. Trying to normalize destruction. Mm-hmm. Because they can't be like, it's not happening. We just have to be like, yeah. oh, it's just God like a nuisance la- apocalypse. God is the language of a uh, once in a century flood. Uh-huh. It's now a nuisance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to get a lot more of this gaslighting things i think fires i mean have fires even stopped that's really Uh, yeah Uh, quite a question we may have stopped paying attention Mm, yeah i think maybe our first storm first like tropical storm shit in the spring Uh, the earliest one i've ever been present for was been in july so that would be yeah horrifying we didn't get any uh winter hurricanes which is what we predicted uh last Uh (laughs) was that i would get a winter hurricane scare um Mm -hmm. which is good glad uh so maybe like maybe we'll get something in, in there like 
before June. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Like whether it hits a, a tropical storm before before June. Um, I will you, you Ukraine and Russia. Honestly, I think I don't think really much is going to happen there. Yeah. Um, I, hope, I feel uh, like that was I hope just. I hope Kissinger dies. I feel like so many other people, lovely old people, have died in the last few months. I hope a, I hope a real shitbag old person uh, dies this spring. Mm, That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. I I'm gonna say that he won't because yeah, he seems to have some kind of forever. like he has some kind of unholy pact. Typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did something dark. Um, Many dark things. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I I for coronavirus waves. Uh huh. I think that we'll scoot toot and boogie past the spring. Anything major. And then maybe fall will get a surprise. Yeah. Or maybe maybe we'll get another like Delta wave that'll be like summery. Because um, mm-hmm. that'll hit in July. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens here with Mardi Gras uh, COVID uh, things. I've been keeping an eye on the numbers. Like I check them every day. And this weekend will be two weeks out from our first parade. And it seems like the numbers are te- still trending downward, which is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know that New Orleans is not exactly in step with the rest of the country or the rest of the world when it comes to COVID patterns, but... I don't know. I stopped looking at the numbers because I live in Florida and they're not real here anyway. So, um... I I am one of those people that lets me think that my knowledge of the data has... It means that I have some kind of control over anything in my life. Well, when I started to see them spiking, I went into isolation and I still fucking got it. So, man, I'm just... At this point... Um, you know what? Joe Biden's going to die this spring. I said uh, it. We're going <laughs> to get flagged on we're Apple. Gonna get, we're going to get President Kamala. Great. No, honestly, we're not going to get flagged unless if we sing a Disney song. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, more on that later. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Anything uh, else, Kayleen? I don't think so. I think. Oh, uh, you sound so bummed. Uh, unless, do we have any positive predictions? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a fun new Broadway show. Okay, yeah, maybe. Um, maybe there'll be a nice TV show, Stranger Things. No, that's coming out in the fall. I don't know. I you know, I'm looking forward. I think um, there'll be there'll be good days. There'll, there'll be, be good, good days. days. I'm there'll looking forward days. to the new uh, Multiverse of Madness uh, Doctor Strange movie. That trailer just came out. And it looks that shit looks lit, and that's coming out in May. You were telling me I would enjoy that, right? Yeah, it's all about multiverses and variants and shit like that. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. So awesome. I can give okay. you a primer on what to watch if you don't want to watch all the Marvel movies. Okay. So you do. Yeah. All right. Hello. All, All right. right. It it's is time, time for Tarot Time. Tarot Time. Tarot Time. 
Okay, um, so we did an interesting thing um, where we looked back at all of the cards that we have pulled for this past season, um, and it's, we've got on quite a journey, folks. This is a ten episode. I do specific. think it's interesting. This is our first ten episode season. We've only ever done eight episode seasons before, and ten is like the journey of the Minor Arcana. That's pretty cool. I just oh. thought of that. Um, so mm. we are on our own cyclical journey. So just so you all know, this is what the order has been thus far. We had the Ace of Pentacles, the Eight of Cups, the Queen of Wands, Temperance, Four of Cups, Ten of Wands, Eight of Cups again, Seven of Wands, and Nine of Swords. Which I think in when we were kind of chatting about this, what this is really kind of emphasizing to me is this really is the journey of the Eight of Cups. Mm-hmm. This is about making the choice to leave something behind and pursue something new and all of the like peaks and valleys that come with the making of that decision yeah well i'd feel like even in these cards i don't think we have like a card that's like a victory card right right? you just we have the queen of wands and ace of pentacles or ace of pentacles which which is is like like a great right it's like like, beginning yeah yeah it's a great like feeling but it's not Mm -hmm. a it's not like a positive outcome it's It's not a w yeah it's like the signs are favorable (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so this is i mean but this really does kind of reflect the journey that many of us go on um like we've talked about you know one of the things that keeps coming up like if you need if you haven't if you're not caught up like go back to the episode where we interview vera and talk about the great resignation and when you have to walk away from uh what you what you perceive as stability to try something new that may not be as stable there's a lot of like highs and lows there's a lot of like fuck yeah i can do this myself and then a, a lot of like oh shit what have i done mm-hmm. great yeah y- y'all hear my cats making problems in the background it's um, pretty cute it's like yeah. a animation sound effects yeah just clattering glass clatter (laughs) clatter clatter i don't know if that got uh picked up but okay so now we have our 10th card for our 10th episode and we can see perhaps what uh what we can take from the conclusion ah the page of coins okay so perhaps here this is the outcome um this is the journey of the person that we are trying to become hmm um, the page of coins here is seen sowing seeds in an empty field um, with uh, and and the page is typically uh, someone who is here to learn. So this is all about uh, this, I think, is, is about maybe um, it's interesting that we're bookending the season with coins. Mm hmm. Um, that this, which is, an, and it's also interesting that we're coming to the end of the journey of tens, and we get the page, which is the one that follows after ten. Um, yeah, yeah, the page of coins is here to learn. Yeah. She's here to learn about um, uh, what it takes to to create your own bounty. 
Um, this could be an opportunity mm. to seek out some kind of mentorship um, or to uh, learn from those who have gone before you. This isn't a something necessarily that you have to do on your own. Uh, you don't learn. Nobody learns in a vacuum. Like, of course, we can learn from our own experiences, but we learn best by working with others. So I would say that this is a thing. This is a great opportunity to seek out support um, and see who you can learn from. Uh, do you have any positive, any, any associations, positive or negative with the page of coins? No, I don't. Yeah, know so this is just. I think this is an obviously. interesting, an interesting outcome. Um, that perhaps this is the alchemy of, of these of all these like uh, exciting and sometimes scary uh, obstacles and decisions. Is that we get to be this lovely young maiden in her own field, sowing her own seeds. Yeah, we love to mm. see it. We love a story. Love so I hope we you all enjoyed that little narrative. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we've ever... We've never done that before. Looked looked at the story of the cards from episode to episode. But um, that was very cool. Yeah, it's all right. cool. Um, Indeed. All right. It's time for the main dish. So yeah, we had... We changed our mind on this one because we wanted... I had an idea and it was honestly... Which Neither yeah, we might we 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 right will now, revisit so. at a certain point. There will be a time where we both are are vibing with this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not today though. Uh, t- <clears throat> yeah, it's not today. I just uh, like full disclosure. I'm super yep, low energy. Yep. I'm recording from my bed. And as so as the listeners know who have listened chilling. to episodes, um, that I am not fully here. I am like. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on in my world. It's Mardi Gras season, and I'm kind of checking out from work. And like, um, I'm I'm here, but I'm not. I'm like I'm like I'm this is probably here. spiritually <laughs> spiritually she is in, covered in glitter <laughs> and in the streets. Um, Gosh, uh, you know what? I was uh, I was on a walk today. And beautiful. I saw a driveway we love to hear it. How funny is that? Um, but yeah, so I am kind of like you know fulfilling my obligations, <laughs> and that's it's about as fun as it sounds. <laughs> um, but I'm ex. Oh my god! I I she no, I love you guys. To be here, um, this is this is a this is one of the better obligations. <laughs> but I am like uh, very firmly like not i have like block literally blocked off like take no meetings basically from like the from like next wednesday through the day after mardi gras which i'm like i had to like literally put that barrier in my schedule and that reminder to myself to say no so um yeah uh but you know there's still as much as i would like to go off and frolic and just you know, I think I had this idea that I could take this whole month off. Uh, kind of, yeah, but kind of not. That's not really realistic. Um, but so I guess mm-hmm. today we are going to talk about what happens when the universe tells you no. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kayleen. Yeah, we were talking about this on the last episode. Yeah. Kayleen has been big no energy. So yeah. she can say yes to but 
I still I, I I've like been this. wanting to embrace no and yet I still find myself saying yes to things. And so I had an incident this past weekend where uh the universe was like, bitch, you said you wanted what? Um, so y'all know, mm-hmm. I talked about this last week about how I was prepping for a market for my candle business and how that was like that my last big work obligation and, you know, all these things. And honestly, I'm going to tell y'all, we opened up this candle batch and we made barely any sales for the first time. I don't know what what it is, if it was just a short short window mm. or it was too soon after our Christmas batch or people are in New Orleans are also frolicking in the streets and don't care about candles right now. Um, and I thought, okay, no big deal. We only opened it for a week and I made most of these candles to sell at the market anyway. Well, folks, on Sunday morning, my partner and I, I get up early, I go over to my business partner's house, we do some, like, prep work, tie some loose ends, load up my car, and get to this market site, which is not a market that we've ever done before, but it's one that, you know, has been, like, it's not, it wasn't the first market um, that this uh, site had set up or had done. Um, And we get there, and we start unloading our car, and... um, my business partner is like, before we unload the car, let me make sure that I'm, we're loading it in the same place. And she goes over, and I see her talking to a few other people, and I see this old guy stepping out of, like, who's, like, a neighbor, and he looks pissed. And... Uh, he's talking to a few different people. Mm. My business partner leaves to go into the business that's hosting the market because she is friends with the owner to get the owner, brings the owner out. The owner talks to the piss guy. And then my business partner comes over and she's like, I don't think this is going to happen. So basically, this market that was supposed to be in this shared courtyard Mm. that has happened in the past, that has full permission from the landlord to happen, got shut down because a a neighbor who shares the courtyard uh, threatened to call the cops on us. Threatened, He's an old white dude who threatened to call the cops mm. on a bunch of, like, queer and, like, people of color artists. And it was just a real fucking bummer. And I totally understand that the organizers of the market were just like, yeah. this isn't, we're not going to fight this fight. And they gave us our money back for our table fee and and were very apologetic and reimbursed anybody who had like paid for parking or paid for an Uber to get there or like it they didn't want anybody to be out money. Mm. But and and I am very lucky, wow. my business partner and I are very lucky that we right. weren't relying on this income for our like basic livelihood. But I'm sure there were a lot of people at that market who were. Uh, because that's just artist and gig economy in this city. And so it was just a real, a real bummer. We made the most of it. Like we went, you know, my, we, you know, went to a, a 24 hour bar and split a bottle of champagne and then went out to brunch. Um, we, you know, we did, we kind of laughed it off, but. Um, it was just a remind. Like I, I told Anna about it, and Anna was like, "Hey, remember that part where you said you didn't want to work this month?" <laughs> so it really was, yeah. 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 Did I say that? Oh, I'm so Yeah, so so it really was like, you know, (laughs) well, I said I didn't want to work, and then I kept taking work opportunities, and the universe was like, I'm sorry, I was confused. Mm -hmm. I thought you said you didn't want this, so I'm going to take Mm -hmm. it away. So, just, you know, 
mm-hmm. uh, pay attention to the energy, uh, to, to seeing how the energy that you're putting out aligns with the decisions you're making. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I had a similar situation that happened. So yours happened on Sunday morning. Mine happened on Saturday night. And I think moral of the story is, for me anyway, and honestly, probably with your candle business too, um, it's all fickle. It's all fickle. And and the more more pillars that you can have to like prop up this business or this project of yours, the better. Because I've been focusing a lot on TikTok and um, I went live and I was having a great time. And I just, I had this idea that I was going to go live every day next week and I was going to dance with people in the morning and that was going to happen. I had this idea and then I started singing a Disney song and then I was banned. And I said uh, I was, I you was were banned too, for uh, behavior. N- not for, not like, for oh. uh, litigious okay. reasons, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even say copyright. It said harmful behavior. And I was just like, is it because I was talking about uh, me and me and Kayleen's hot take of our <laughs> guest on apologist? Listen. Like, <laughs> I was like, is that, is that it? But I think it's sometimes you just get these no's for a reason because they're making you look other places. So what I did, so I got, I got that no from TikTok and I was like, okay, I'm going to repost. I'm going to, I have so much content from TikTok. I'm going to make a Pinterest and I'm going to start posting on Reels. So I've started that. And would I have started no, that if I No, you would have just kept TikTok, kept digging right? into TikTok. And it's Mhm. And and I think it's like there for a reason, right? Yeah. And then it's just like you had that thing with the markets and then and then you know, like that's just the thing with like owning a business. You you'll hit these walls and like sometimes they work and then sometimes it doesn't, and it doesn't work anymore. And you just yeah. Have to, and this past weekend, like, was a big uh, was a big fun weekend. Like, I pretty much went, you know, Thursday through, mm-hmm. like, starting Thursday night, just like fun times. And then, you know, got up early on Sunday morning to do this work thing, and I felt like it was like, nope, go back to the streets. This is what you said you wanted. Go have fun. But yeah, I mean, it's easy to think. Like I said, it's yeah. easy to think Go about it that way bitch. because I wasn't, you know, my my rent was not my rent money was not uh, the candles, you know. Um, it's easy for me to pivot it like that. Mm-hmm. I do I do understand that that is a privilege, but <laughs> like, yeah. Right. I mean, even markets can be so hit or miss. Sometimes I've been helping out with like markets here, right? And some people yeah. will have twenty dollar days, and then like. Yeah, I knew that it wasn't, and that's the thing, because I had this feeling about the market of, like, not knowing what to expect, and I knew, I wasn't expecting the same sales income that we got from uh, our Christmas market, because, like, that's, you know, peak busy season, but I wasn't expecting to not Mm -hmm. even be able to unload the car, (laughs) like. Yeah, um, and I think... A lot of it comes down to, right, is, is building as sturdy as if you can of, like, a structure. Right? Yeah. At the end of the day, what is that? The only thing that's sturdy in your life is your ability to, like, right. adjust, adapt, and, right. like, come back if you need to. Right? Your only thing that's consistent 
is your your ability to like if you get completely wiped out to come back because like who knows like I I've honestly even been playing with this idea of like financial security but it, it's just like will we have the U.S. dollar in like 10 years like and I know I'm going on a tangent here but I'm there's a point to this I promise uh and I feel like the only thing that you can do in terms of like building stability in your life is a like respect your your ideas and and give them a fair shot if you have them and then b respect your energy like if you are like i want to fucking play then fucking play like you you yeah you can change your mind but like that's that's what you're honor the phase that you're in desire is i think if you're not like honest yeah and then like today i uh i pulled the five of cups and I was, and the, I was like, okay, can I get a clarification? And it was the high priestess. I was like, okay, fine. And so I asked Kayleen, I was like, will you pull a card for me? And then she pulled the five of well, cups. Well, this is what I'm like, doing. Okay, this is just going to be. So I'm a Leo moon and it's a Leo full moon today. And in last Leo, so this, this moon is intense. It's square Saturn and the nodes. And it's just, it's just intense. And so I'm just gonna be i i physically feel ill i have like a a, a small baby uh fever because i was like noticing like i started all these like social media platforms and i was feeling burnt out i was like that's a lot like i was like let me take a rest and then i like woke up today and i was like oh shit like yeah like i i don't know if it's like from burnout or what but like yeah i'm i'm chilling and that's part of it like you can only push so far until you get like stuck in a loop and you have you have to allow yourself yep. rest to you have to fill you have to be able loop. to like fill your tank back up um and honestly like that's kind of like how mm-hmm. i think i i've expressed this basically since we um since the season started myself of just feeling kind of like very drained coming out of mm-hmm. fall and winter season and i feel like part yeah. of this is still like i i keep trying to like force myself back into like a high high velocity work mode or like high productivity levels but my like levels aren't back up yet (laughs) like it takes time and it's okay Mm -hmm. that I can't it's okay to not just like snap right back into it obviously yeah like obviously there's a lot of like there's a time when you can just like fake it till you make it I believe Mm -hmm. that or fake it till you become it but there's also a time in which you just need to kind of like honor where you're at and and know that you'll know when it's time to shift gears. And I also feel like there's... The, the older I get, the more comfortable I am in my body. It's less... there. I think this is the word. I, if, you, if y'all are, like, in the business world and use words like this, I don't know. Let me know. I think it's, like, standard viable minimum. Do you know what I'm talking about? Something like that. No, I something don't. viable minimum. It's just like the least amount of effort to get something done. Mm. Um, like where is your bottom line at? And yeah. I think as a society, we're not going to be back to productivity levels of, of where we were um, before this. Like I, I was talking to a friend today and we were talking about like World War II. 
and what it took to be like a captain or a general. And he was like, well, those positions were just filled by if you were alive. And I was like, that feels like the job economy right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Are you, do you do, meet the bare minimum? Do you have two brain cells? Um, yeah. And so then I think of that, of like how the minimums have changed. And then just really honing in your personal voice of what you were, if, if you are working in a company, like what are you bringing to the company culture? Um, how... It doesn't have to be a ton, right? Like I had a friend visit and he um, he works at a corporation, but he just started a new job. And every day he's asking the chat like a question of the day. And, and it's just funny. And he's getting to know people. And that's like one of his <laughs> – I'm sure he does more, right? But it's just like something like that where yeah. is it that difficult? No. But is it going to make you stick out and yeah. like – People are enjoying it and you enjoy it too. Yeah. So I think it's more of like honing in your voice and what makes you groove in a workplace and a work situation that's going to be more important than like fucking hustling. Like, um, so I think it's okay if you're not feeling as productive because it's just going to keep like this summer. We'll see. We'll see how everybody's lights stay on. And I know that sounds dark, but like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a reality. And then it's going to have to it's going to shift when we see like we can't blame everything on COVID anymore. And we're just we're starting to crumb our infrastructure is like crumbling and things that we thought were guaranteed are not right. Right. Um, so then and that there is no going back to before. Yeah, and then it's going to be a totally different productivity conversation, and I would love to revisit this episode in six months in, like, deep August or September and... See how we um, feel. Yeah, uh, but I, I guess that's one of, like, my more hopeful predictions is that it's, we're going to have less productivity and more of, like, you honing in your voice and your value coming in from, like, mm -hmm. your trust in yourself. Right. Um, yeah, cool. So, anything else, or should we do our bro book review? Yeah, I think this episode's going to be a little shorter, but that's fine. We've given you bonus episodes this season. Let's go into it. Oh, will it be shorter? Because I feel like we are both going to have a lot to say about this one. <laughs> bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week, so you don't have to. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, Let's get into it. Honestly, so listeners, there's a reason that we have saved this book for last, and it is The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> this is a so, book based on a TED Talk. Uh-huh. So, Kayleen, do you want to go ahead and kind of give us your background with amanda palmer okay god okay all right so amanda palmer is someone who is very like significant in my life um for good and bad reasons um amanda palmer is probably is a musician 
Um, that is what she's probably most well known for. Uh, she is was the lead singer of a band called the Dresden Dolls, which was a cabaret punk band that had uh, probably its biggest like peak in the early 2000s, which is how I discovered her. Um, really resonated for me as like an angry gay teenager, like mm-hmm. goth kid. Um, they were like this weird band. It was just a piano player and a drummer that made like really intense music and they dressed up and like painted their faces and it was very like Brechtian and kind of like you know cabaret like like, turn of the century like yeah mime and like um really interesting it was very yeah very very much theater kid very much uh like yeah weird goth theater kid energy DIY DIY, yeah. So, which is how I found them. And then uh, that band put out two, three records um, and then split to work on different projects. And Amanda Palmer went off and became a solo artist. She has spent a really long time fighting with her label to get released and finally did and became really well known for being, at the time, the largest Kickstarter um, because she had a very like active fan base very active in message boards she had a very like a blog that I used to read daily um, or whenever it would get updated and she decided that she recognized that um, the power that she would much rather put the power of her ability to produce in the hands of her fans than in the hands of a record label and so she crowdsourced uh, her first non-label Record, which was called Theater is Evil um, by Amanda Palmer and the Grand Theft Orchestra. Um, and it was the largest Kickstarter. It made over a million dollars. I don't know if it still holds that title. Um, and uh, she is also known in during that time, like she got married to Neil Gaiman, who is a very, very well-known, um, like probably the most successful living like fantasy author. I would say. Yeah, I would say, like, between him and Stephen King. Yeah, or maybe George R.R. Martin, but he's not as niched mm-hmm. as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... He has, like, multiple movies, uh, yeah, multiple yeah. TV shows, like, man... Yeah, yeah, Money bags. Money bags, and he's got... He also kind of diversifies in terms of the genres that he writes in. He's, he created... The, he's most well... Or he, he got his start... He became most famous uh, by... He's the man behind the graphic novel Sandman. Um, But has written many, many novels since then. And now is like a showrunner for uh, a lot of the TV shows that are based on his writings. Um, So anyway, they got married. She faced a lot of scrutiny over like, why do you need to raise this much money if you have a rich husband? (laughs) Which is like Mm -hmm. super shitty and misogynistic. Um... She is not a perfect person. Um, her music, she has made music that is very, very important to me. But as more, you know, we live in the age of internet. Um, you hear more and more about her as a person, and she might not be a great person based on like personal anecdotes that I've heard from other people. She seems to get herself in the eye of controversy a lot, and I think some of that is real, and I think some of that is like misogyny, mm-hmm. and it's just a very messy, complicated thing for me. Um, as you, I think we all kind of realize this is like, um, we, I think many people have 
have issues yeah. with this where you identify really strongly with a piece of art and then the more you learn about the artist behind it you start to get conflicting feelings over yeah i think what happens is sometimes not saying you did this but i've noticed yeah. like with my, the rich dad poor dad stuff people started mm-hmm. basing their identity and their <clears throat> personal successes because of a piece of work right. and it's just it's it's all you baby that book did yeah. not set you financially free you right. started making your financial differences, you know, like you did that. You don't yeah. give that to anybody else. For um, bro book review aficionados, um, Anna recently made a TikTok based on our season one mm-hmm. analysis of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, and it TikTok could not handle it. It has gotten deeply, it has gone deeply viral. <laughs> Like, I am still getting notifications multiple times a day about a comment that I left on it. Yeah. So, and yeah, this was and a couple weeks ago, which in TikTok time is like uh, two years ago. Yeah. So, okay. The art of asking, the concept, brilliant. I yeah. feel like people don't talk about this a lot. I think, especially as an artist and literally as a person. Yeah. It is, especially in fucking America. Right. Ask for help. Ask right. for help. Um, if you need help, ask for it. I also even kind of want to touch on the idea because this is very Amanda Palmar, also a benefactor. Like, yeah. it is okay to ask for money for people that you know that, that, that they want to help you. And if they want to support you they and they have the means to do so, they are happy to do so. I know artists who have had houses gifted to them just to, like, continue making art. No, No sexual ties, just, like, Please, I want you to be safe. I want you to continue creating. And and that's kind of like a step of when you're creating something, it's bigger than you, right? And and respecting the process, re- respecting what you're making and and asking for help uh, for what is being created and the team that's being created around it and the people putting their energy in it, it's bigger than you. So love that concept. And and she she did a lot of like crowdsourcing of her shows, of her DIY shows. She would have friends run lights and people in the community like do stagehand stuff. Yeah. And that never I was like, okay, okay, sure, whatever. Like garage, you know, like I've been to plenty of house Basement shows. shows. Yeah, yeah. But then once she started talking about like the scale of things, um, right. That's when I got uncomfortable, especially right. like working in production. I was just like, this is kind of towing the line of exploitation. Right. Um, and then uh, to caveat, like, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of on the side of like the Kickstarter. Like, I, you know, what? if you want to ask for it, ask for it. But I mean, if you are. I don't know what Neil Gaiman is worth now, but I'm sure it's in the hundreds of millions. Um, that doesn't feel great. Uh, yeah, and it, it also and I think it's also it's also important to to note that like the Kickstarter happened before he had a bunch of TV deals, and it happened pretty early on into their marriage. So, but still, if you're gonna yeah. write a book about the art of asking, and you're with somebody who's at least a millionaire, oh, but she talks about it. And that's like the crux of that issue of the, that book is her talking mm-hmm. about feeling super insecure about being married to someone who's super rich and like knowing that she could just ask him for help, but having this barrier about doing it. Yeah, that's a so, big conflict in the book. It's been a while since I've read it, but yeah. she focuses a lot on it. Yeah. And it's also. 
And also, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. If you're married to somebody, no, you're not. You're not afraid. But anywho, that aside, I feel like from who she became, from what she did from asking, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting, right? Like, yeah. Neil Gaiman is probably one of the highest paid writers uh-huh. alive. Yeah. Um, and she did that. She went from like busking, like her busking story is really interesting and like dressing up as a bride ghost and and just yeah, busking. Yeah, she started and, out as like a silent statue in Harvard Square. Like So it's an interesting journey of like she never censored herself and she just asked. Um, yeah. But at, and, at some and point you can go yeah. pretty far doing that. But then and, but at, at some point she tipped when a you scale. Have more yeah. And the people that you're asking from and you're not paying people, that's um, yeah. That's when we're we're not going to see eye to eye. And I think, I, let me see, when did Art of Asking come out? Because I don't think she does that anymore. I think she There's heard no a lot of the criticism. Could. No way no. she could. Um, There's no way she could. There is a, there, I do, she, she has responded to that criticism. I think she, I think what I think, my perspective as someone who followed her for a long time very closely. Okay, this book came out in 2014, so mm-hmm. eight years ago. Yeah, almost 10. Um, yeah, almost 10 years ago. So I think that she, I think that, that she uh, was in this pattern and crossed some kind of line of income and privilege and didn't necessarily realize it until everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think she has, as such, pivoted once she got called out on it. Um, I... I would disagree. I would say she absolutely because she. If there's one she thing, pays, that seems like she, she pays she is, people though. But she does now. But like, yeah. I think she knew that she was. I think she was just trying to see what she could get away with. Honestly, okay. um, I. She, I think she doesn't it, seem not self-aware. I will okay. say that. I was she thinking of it as as less malicious and more just like stuck oh, in a pattern. No, I think she's malicious. Um, no like she's I mean she's an evil girly like uh, yeah I I wouldn't say Amanda Palmer is kind-hearted I don't think you need to be um and there's some really good art and we have a lot a lot to thank her for yeah and 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 that's another part of things having like a whole lore I would say your art it's iconic right she's an icon so yeah yeah I would say the book, you don't necessarily have to read the book, but if you wanted to get, like, the same kind of message, if you wanted to get an idea of it, you can watch her TED Talk, Mm -hmm. which is what she based the book off of, and that's 10 minutes of your time. And then I would also say watching Elizabeth Gilbert's TED Talk, which is about, like, uh, creative genius, also very good. I would say take, read those, listen to those two TED Talks, and, like, that's rather than read the book. Unless you're, like, a big fan or you're, like, super interested by what we've had to say and you want to share your opinion on whether Amanda yeah, Palmer is a, evil or not. Compelling, it's evil, a compelling... Evil read. or just misguided. Um, and we've... This has been, like, our longest yeah. book discussion ever. Because um, I think we were tiptoeing around this one yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, because it's something um, that we've both read. Yeah. Because we we know that we have... Op- yeah. We have conflicting opinions on on this and like like i said i don't 
I don't think that she is a role model. Like I used to have, I have a, I have a, a personal framed signed autograph from her that I, at one point, I think in 2020, took down mm-hmm. off my wall and hid in a closet. Like if that tells, like, but music. I still I, listen to her music because I'm like, this is great. She's, Who is this? Yeah. And you're like Amanda Palmer. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, um, I understand Kayleen's yeah. point of it. I'm sure she understands my point of it. Like it's, it's nuanced, baby. Mm-hmm. We can exist together. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's our show. That's right. our season wrap. So if you want to please review us, pretty, pretty, please. I think you can do reviews please on Spotify. Please review us. Now. Please um, leave us a rating. Yeah, five star ratings are great, but we also and and we also would like to actually hear your reviews. If you don't want to review us somewhere publicly, you can also send us an email or like or like would you mm-hmm. get or, or like contact DM. us through our yeah. website or our Instagram. We have or D, DM us maybe uh, slide into those DMs. Um, but we would really fucking love it if y'all would join our time-bending weekly series in the meantime. Um, you can go to entreprequeers.com or um, uh, entreprequeers.podcast on Instagram, and we will have more information on how you can sign up for that and get yourself added to that list and join us every Tuesday um, for, like, focused work sessions. That would be fucking awesome. I would love to be able to, like, yeah. see more of y'all face-to-face and and also learn more yeah, about what you guys yeah. are doing um, out in the world. Um, also, tell us um, if you are someone who's really vibed with the guests, what kind of people do you want us to talk to? Because we seem to have been pretty good about stating mm-hmm. what we want and then finding those yeah. people. Um, so and so you can connect with me on Instagram and TikTok at the.fakeguru uh, and then fakeguru.me. I've got some things cooking in the crock pot, um, but we're not going to think about or talk about them right now because it is five of cups energy, baby, and nothing, nothing more. What about you, Kayleen? Baby. Yep. Um, you can follow me at Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram or Candles Unincorporated. I've got a lot of extra candle stock, so <laughs> um, hit me up if you want some candles. Um yeah, uh, for right now, you're just going to see a lot of glitter and joy and revelry, and then m- March will start, and it'll be right back down and to March the grindstone. All right. Here we go. And March will start. So you can see us back in the world in about a month. We'll be doing our, um, as we'll follow our pattern, we'll be doing a spring equinox. The week of the spring equinox is All when right, you will we see our next you. episode. Have have a gay day. All right. Love you.